Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another exciting and informative episode of the Paralegal Voice on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Jill Francisco, an advanced certified paralegal and the immediate past president of NALA and your host of this episode of the Paralegal Voice. I have over 25 years paralegal experience, and I'm so super excited to share my knowledge and enthusiasm of the paralegal profession with you. I'm so also super excited to have Debbie L. Overstreet, ACP, NALA President-Elect with me today. I was super excited to say that, Debbie. I was saving up. (laughs) Not only is she an experienced paralegal, she is the NALA President-Elect. She will be installed officially as the 26th president of NALA during the 2022 NALA Conference and Expo which is going to be July 14th through the 16th in Phoenix, Arizona. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming conference and the current state of the paralegal job market. And we're going to focus on some government jobs for paralegals, which Debbie has an extensive experience and information to share with you all today. So Debbie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jill. I appreciate you having me on the Paralegal Voice. It's very exciting to be here with you. Yes, and I'm so excited I had to look up the that you would be the 26th president of NALA. <laughs> I was just glad, you know, I looked up mine a few years ago and I'm like, yes, Debbie's in there. <laughs> so wanna, if you want to just highlight a couple of things for listeners, just kind of give them a little uh, background on, on what your specialty and your experience is. I would be happy to do that. I have over 40 years experience. Yes, I started wow. when I was five. Yes. <laughs> Didn't we all? (laughs) Right, right. I started out as a judge's clerk and bailiff, and from there went into private practice, general practice, and then I transferred and was accepted as a position with the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Northern District of Oklahoma, worked in the civil area, did trials, then I transferred to the Eastern District of Oklahoma U.S. Attorney's Office, and I was in charge of guns, drugs, and bank robberies. Oh, so, <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> it was very interesting. And we did a lot of trial work. It was very exciting. The nice thing about being a paralegal is you can always change what you're doing. And I decided to transfer to the U.S. attorney from the U.S. attorney's office to the Corps of Engineers in Tulsa True. area. Okay. I worked in there in the office of counsel and then have been in the real estate division for over 12 years. And I am the uh, lead realty specialist in the real estate division in Tulsa District. I handle I, what I call the neck area of <laughs> the Tulsa District. Okay. And that includes northern, eastern, central, and Kansas parts of our district. So it's a huge area. But I enjoy what I do. I'm so proud um, that you're going to be president um, of NALA coming up. I know, right? The listeners couldn't see that, but that was a big wow face because, you know, that's what you make when you're going in. And then when you get out, you kind of make the same face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I've enjoyed what I'm almost on two years out. Um, Melissa has been at the helm and, um, you know, h- held it down and, and kept everything going. And now, you know, you're going to step up and I'm super excited for you so proud of you can't wait to what you're going to do so what do you what are your thoughts just additional shot thoughts on you know going in as as president in July it is almost <laughs> surreal and as you know Jill we all, we have devoted many many years to NALA yep. the and the paralegal profession and our affiliates and to have this honor to actually be 
a part of the executive board and be president of the executive board and to represent paralegals across the country and across the world. At this point, it is, it is a wonderful feeling that we have dedicated our lives, most of our lives to our profession. (laughs) And we would not do this if we did not love what we do every day. That's true. That's true. So what are, do you have anything that you feel like, like an area or a thing? Because like I said, I know we don't want to give anything away. You'll be getting in there and giving your plans and getting your uh, goals and strategies, you know, going. But do you have anything just kind of, I remember kind of thinking uh, some areas that I kind of wanted to focus on and what was kind of like my passion. I know you and I are both very passionate about the affiliates because we both started out or early on as the affiliates director. And, we, and I've always kind of, you know, held them in a little coddle <laughs> ever since because, you know, people, you know, the, I think generals sometimes don't understand that the affiliates not only is a way that Nala gets to reach more paralegals, but also, you know, gets to share information and, and, you know, both ways, which I think is important. So, you know, I just, I just kind of wonder, like, what are you thinking? Like an area or like, do you have anything that you're really kind of getting ready to focus on? I agree, Jill, that the affiliates have been close to my heart. I was in as your uh, affiliated association secretary with you. So, yes, so we've been a team for a long time working with NALA and our affiliates. And I want to continue that interaction with our affiliates to ensure that they are aware of the support that we have for them through NALA. And we have dedicated staff for the affiliates to assist them. If they're having issues, we are working hard for the affiliates. We want them to be successful and to represent their local paralegals. So there's a lot of things going on that have started, and I know from the years of being involved, that some of the projects carry over for years. And yep. we have some of those going right now. <laughs> One of those is the affiliates where we're we're having some... Reach, we're reaching out to those affiliates. Uh, we're also reaching out more to the paralegal programs at the colleges to see if there's any way that we can connect with them to work in tandem with them on reaching the paralegal students and supporting them as they work through their education and then finally going through for certification. And one of the things that I've always looked at is for NALA is trying to reach out to the government paralegals that we have across the United States and across the world that we know that they could use that support. They are in a little niche that some people just don't even think about that we have paralegals everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what type of job you're in, whether you're in the government or you're in private, you may be working for medical, you may be working for an insurance company, but we're there to support all paralegals. Yep. And if if we can spread that word around, that's really passionate to me. And I've said it for many years. What about the government? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know, and that's cool, though. That's super cool that you, like I said, that now it's kind of like, you know, they always say like one of one of their own, you know, is is getting up there. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, because every president, I think that's the beauty of how Nala's set up. It's like every president has their own background, their own experience, their own, you know, whatever upbringing. I mean, let's be honest, you know, ge- whether it's geographical or, you know, whatever, whatever 
whatever their experiences come from. And I think that is part of what you'll bring. I mean, you'll still remain constant, still, you know, have the guidelines and our goals and our and our plan, but you'll get to bring in those things from your background. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said, I think it's going to be super cool because I know that, you know, even if it's just about education, like it's just about educating and kind of bringing to the forefront the importance that the paralegals do that are employed by the government. Because like you said, I just don't think, I don't want to say if it's not common, but I just think like you're just not aware of it. Like it's not, you know, you're, it's like, oh, you work for the government? What are you doing? You know, like, like that type of thing. <laughs> and we may, you may not have that actual title as, as paralegal, right. but every day, especially if you look into my niche that I have of working in the real estate division, I am dealing with contracts all day long, whether it's a lease, an easement, a license. We're looking at regulations and policies and laws, other laws that that might pertain to our local out grants that we call call them out grants. Right. So we have those. And so if we can bring more people in to understand how government can help serve others and how NALA can help those paralegals to advance their career. One of my main things, as you know, Jill, is that (laughs) LEAP, the leadership program that initially was started through NALA, was paramount in my continuing on Mm -hmm. into NALA, into the service to NALA and to the paralegals. And I'm excited and I believe that Melissa mentioned this last year during the NALA conference that we're working on a new leadership program. Yep. And I'm so excited that that will be coming. It may not finish during my term. And I know that that's something that can be a long-term work in progress, that we're, we're committed to making sure that paralegals have that leadership skill. You may not use it at your at NALA, you may not use it in your affiliate. It's very helpful on both of those levels, mm-hmm. but you can even use it in your in an organization of any type or even in your household. Yeah. Oh, true. And in your career, like just in your career as general, like, you know, you're talking about going up the ladder and I know your skills have transferred over to your uh, career wise. And I think like a little birdie has reached out to me maybe as being a past leader to help get a little bit on that. So I'm super excited to see that coming down the pike. So anyway, poor listeners, we could Debbie and I could go on forever, but we need to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry, connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.ServeNow.com. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C and get $500 off with code HAPPY24. 
Welcome back to The Paralegal Voice. I'm Jill Francisco, and my guest today is Debbie Overstreet, ACP, NALA President-Elect, and we are just wrapping up. We wrapped up our discussion on um, that Debbie's getting in to go, ready to be now the NALA president Well, she already is the NALA President-Elect, and she's going to get installed at the convention that's coming up, the 2022 NALA Conference and Expo. It's going to be July 14th through 16th in Phoenix, Arizona. And Debbie and I were just laughing about how the last time We've gone virtual for two years. So the last time that we were in person, it was in, I guess it was actually technically Scottsdale, but we were still in the great state of Arizona and um, I was uh, president out there. So it's kind of funny coming back around, being Phoenix again, 100 degrees in July, but it's super fun. But it's going to, but you know, this is a really, it's a, it's going to be super awesome. And I think that I, I, I'm commending Nala. I just got to say my, my two cents. I want Debbie to get a take on the event coming up because she probably has some inside scoop information that I don't have, but I'm just so proud that Nala has, you know, looked at what is going on in the industry and the conference world and the seminar world and has taken, I think, a huge step to undertake having a, still having a virtual component, but live. I think that's the key there. Like, I think people may keep a virtual, but it's like going to be recordings or whatever. But now you're going to have people that can attend live if they choose. And they also can also choose to attend virtually also live. Now, all the sessions I know are not offered to everyone virtually, but there's a really good selection for that. And the thing that I just want to say is I think that's so awesome because for our listeners that have never attended or attended during one of the past two years, I mean, our conference, our numbers were off the charts. I mean, we broke like a thousand and then I think we were almost up to 1500. And I know that those are people that never, ever, you know, attended a NILA event, attended NILA CLE, and now had that chance virtually from wherever the convenience, you know, to them was to get a hold of Nala's awesome education and speakers and just the atmosphere. I mean, granted, there's nothing like being in person. I'm not going to deny that. And I know Debbie's not going to argue with me about that either. I mean, I think I've been every year since 2002. They probably can't wait to get rid of me, but I'm still coming. FYI, there's the warning for this year. But, you know, it's like it just is awesome. And it's like I'm so happy that they did not do away with that because I think that would have been a disservice to all the people that we've brought in these past two years. So Debbie, what do you think? Like, if you want to give me, like I said, a couple of highlights, you want to just have a little burb, it's going to be your install, but it's also going to be a fabulous premier paralegal event. Yes, it is going to be amazing. I am so excited about this, having a hybrid conference where you can attend, have the option of either attending in person or virtually. You'll go to nala.org slash uh, forward slash conference to sign up. The neat thing about being in person is, is you get the networking. Yep. It's like a big reunion. It's so <laughs> exciting. And you get to see these vendors in person. That's another big thing we have is we have a huge room full this year of vendors. And it's hard to do that virtually, but we have that offering and these vendors can reach out to the ones that are going to be virtual. But with this, we also have, if you're attending in person, you only you have to pick just certain courses that you want to attend. But you also get the entire packet of presentations. That's amazing. That is amazing. You get 30 CLEs available (laughs) that you can take at your leisure the rest of the year. So that is a big draw. But I appreciate the ones that are going to be there virtually. We look forward to reaching out to you while we're there that right now that you you got room discount rates if you're going to go in person till June 22nd. So don't miss that. 
Oh, yes. Is that true? Yeah. And let's just talk about. So we were at Scottsdale and it was a JW Marriott Resort. It was absolutely gorgeous. We had lazy rivers. We had beautiful pools. We had wonderful outdoor areas. We had a, it had a, you know, the desert in the background. It was just a gorgeous, you know, area. And it, and, the, and in all the facilities that we were in for our CLE, it was so accommodating. Food was delicious. So, I mean, and this one is a partner, I think, I'm correct, yes. is the JW Marriott uh, Desert Ridge Resort. And like Debbie said, don't don't get in. If you're going to go, get in on that because it's a great time to do it because you can get that discounted rate. So um, I'm doing a couple CLEs. I'm doing in the CP track. I'm doing the uh, civil litigation and the torts. So if anybody is out there getting ready to take the exam, you know, that's a great time to do all those sections right there back to back, get a great charge to get going, get studying, and then take the exam. But not only that, we have so many other um, things that we're doing. And Debbie, I want you to talk about that because I feel like you're probably in tune with some of that better than I am on the on the outside here now. <laughs> yes. Um, the CP track is amazing. Like you said, Jill's going to be one of the presenters. And it's great for those that are, are looking at taking the CP exam. Great practice sessions in there. Definitely want to join us for that, either in person or virtually. One of the big ones I see that we're going to have is the e- the Access to Justice presentation mm. that is available. There are I am impressed so much with the the variety of uh, presentations that we have for the continuing education. We have some on police shootings, excessive force, and the Constitution. All of the social media and paralegals, how to protect your constitutional rights. So we have a lot of social uh, presentations that are going to be available, as well as having workers' comp, the interstate law and climate change great presentations that are going to be available both in live and virtually. Yeah. And also you, we have the usual, you always got to talk about it's an awesome place to get your ethics because, you know, when you have your certification, you need that hour of ethics every year. And also, I mean, I like how you guys, I feel like this year it's, it, you've kind of got some of the different or not so popular, you know, areas of law, which I think would draws in different people because, you know, they kind of wait it out. Like there's like, say they're in criminal and there are, there is some criminal stuff this year, you know, and it's like they wait it out until their turn. And I think now, you know, you got a really, really great smorgasbord if you will, of CLE, but still not leaving the 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 normal, you know, most popular litigation. I see, you know, there's a thing about the motions and limine, everything you need to know about motions and limine. So, you know, I feel like I feel like if it's anything I mean, and I always take stuff, you know me, on my soapbox, never say, never too much education, but I feel like there is definitely something for everybody. So, so the deadline, I mean, you can register what all the way up to actually even showing up at the door. Yes. Right. But we're virtually right. Oh, same. Okay. And then what's the easiest and then the easiest way, what is to just go on Nala's website? Yes. Go to the Nala.org. You can just put in Nala.org and it'll show it. You'll scroll down and you'll see conference information, or you can go to Nala.org forward slash conference and it'll immediately pop up. Or you can call them at 918-587-6828. Obviously, I've called them many times. (laughs) They're blocked my number, clearly. (laughs) But but anyway, yes. And the other thing is, too, is go to those websites that are not as website, like Debbie mentioned. And, you know, there's a beautiful brochure. If you're not convinced, I mean, it goes over everything from the meetings, the annual meetings, the affiliates meetings. We have a great, um, who is the open, the keynote? 
because I think it's somebody they usually try to get somebody. She's from Arizona. Um, I was going to say County. in their in their local. Yeah. Yes, she's Commissioner Melissa Zabor. Oh, awesome! And she uh, she is the ther- Maricopa County's therapeutic courts. So she works a lot with the participants that experienced in the transformation drug court and yeah. the ones that are on. It's a criminal actions that she works, search warrants. Yeah, and that's going to play in, like you said, about the the social and the injustice and things like that. That's going to be awesome to play into that. So anyway, well, Debbie, we got to take another quick break, um, a commercial, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about the government stuff and see how paralegals can get into the government and learn about the government if that would be something they didn't be interested in. Okay, we'll be right back. Filing court documents, serving legal papers, collecting electronic signatures, all critical parts of the litigation process, yet ones that are time-consuming and error-prone. But what if you could do more straight from your case or document management software? InfoTrack automates data entry, document selection, tracking, and information syncing across all these core tasks and more by integrating with your core systems like Clio, Smokeball, Leap, MyCase, and others. Spend more time on substantive legal work and less time on busy work. Learn how simple it can be at infotrack.com slash simple. Hey, Guy, what's up? Just having some lunch, Conrad. Hey, Guy, do you see that billboard out there? Oh, you mean that guy out there in the gray suit? Yeah, the gray suit guy. There's uh, all those beautiful, rich, leather-bound books in the background. That is exactly the one. That's J.D. McGuffin at Law. He'll fight for you! I bet you he has got so many years of experience. Like decades and decades. And I bet, Guy, I bet he even went to a law school. Are you a lawyer? Do you suffer from dull marketing and a lack of positioning in a crowded legal marketplace? Sit down with Guy and Conrad for Lunch Hour Legal Marketing on the Legal Talk Network. Available wherever podcasts are found. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Jill Francisco, and my guest today is Debbie Overstreet, ACP, NILA President-Elect. I also wanted to touch on the government paralegal jobs or not necessarily like we were just we were you and I were discussing not necessarily maybe a that's called a paralegal but you know the skill set that as a paralegal has that they're going to fit in to a lot of things that now the government like you said is looking for a lot of quality you know uh employees that clearly a paralegal type you know person is going to possess a lot of those skills absolutely and in the last two years, you would think that it might slow down, but actually the government uh, searching for quality employees that fit different parts of uh, the organizations across the country and across the world. And they show that you know the paralegal is just continuing to grow. So when you look at look working for the government, there's a great spot to go. Go to usajobs.gov. Okay. That one will get you into... You put in that you have paralegal skills. You can find jobs all over the world with that. You can also put in there that you may start with legal assistant and mm-hmm. you'll find jobs. Or if you're looking at contracting, we could use paralegals in contracting, real estate division, lots of different areas. And if you just go a wide search, you will find different levels. And there's many times that because of your skill set, your experience, that you would come in at a higher, we call them grades, than it would be at 
a beginner just coming out of college. So I, I really urge you to do that. Not only go to USA Jobs, but you can also look at Department of Justice website. You can look at any of the different military, the National Guard, and even go into city governments and county governments. Hmm. It's very interesting. We have a lot of clerks, law clerks that are paralegals that we have. We also have those that are court clerks that are paralegals. Your skill set is needed everywhere. I, I think, well, and I, I don't think you could say that any better. I mean, and never to discount, I always try to be encouraging because I feel like now is a great time. If you were, if you were working as a paralegal and you think, oh, I don't have this many experience or, oh, I don't have experience in this area. I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like now employers, I don't want to use the word desperate, but I think that's where we're at. And so <laughs> like possibly the employer that might've wanted, you know, all this stuff, maybe even excessive, let's call it. Now they're open and willing to try some try to you know hire somebody that has potential that is a hard worker that has demonstrated they can learn you know that they'll they'll hire them in you'll get your foot in the door and I wanted to also just clarify because I remember years and years and years ago because I'm in my what 26 year in my defense litigation uh, at Dinsmore slash Huddleston Bullen but so I haven't been looking for years but I remember when I did that whole grade thing is intimidating but I the one thing I thought I understood and you can correct me wrong because I don't want to lead our listeners astray but I mean if you don't necessarily have the experience isn't it sometimes your like you said your education computes to a grade. Correct. So you have education experience. And a lot of times they look a lot at your education, but also your years of experience can overlap and bring you farther up onto the the pay scale. When you're when you're initially starting when you're initially in. starting out, yes, it makes a difference. And the other big thing about this is, if you are searching for a job, don't just make sure when you look at those government jobs, they do still have a lot that are completely remote. Oh wow, which I know is exciting for people right now. Paralegals are loving it. I feel. <laughs> yes, yes. So if you're if you're going the one of the big ones that I, like right. I was saying is USAJobs.gov or go to the the military sites, the Department of Justice. You can go to all of the law enforcement ones too, the CIA, which is going to oh. be one of our one of our vendors at conference. For, they're looking for paralegals. Um, you can go to DEA, all of the acronyms, the FBI, all of those use paralegals in their the in their programs that they have. So I definitely urge you to look at those positions. There's so much to say for not only the pay scale is good, but you have nice retirement, you have nice other, you know, the insurance benefits, you have time off that you're, and you don't normally work the 80 hours a week that you do a lot of times in the corporate world. Right. That's true. Well, and I think you bring a good point to like people. I know that I didn't even put two and two together until um, like you said, the CIA became a vendor a few years back. Uh, I want to think they showed up what in St. Louis, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember, but they you know, I never really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or Vegas, true. But no, it's like you know, it, it, you, I didn't put that together. That you know, just because it's not like you have to be out, like you said, actually in you know, like actually out on the field, but like you're in the office because there's still things that need to be done in the legal realm. And so I think like that is a you know, if the message, and I think Debbie's message is the same. You know, this is a good time 
time for paralegals to explore to switch if you want to, you know, if it's if you feel like you're not going to be able to advance, so you want to switch to a different area or a different branch or, you know, just something in order to advance, you know, if you feel like you're stagnant. And I also think I'm calling it the employees uh, market now because I feel like like we we're laughing, but it's like, you know, if you're a, you know, like like, for instance, for me. Dinsmore presented us. I mean, yes, I think it probably started from COVID, you know, unfortunately, but now it's like it has nothing to do with it. We're allowed to work remotely because we've kind of proven ourselves. You know, we've we've done our work. We've done our job. We're we're accessible. And I think just overall, you know, our our mental health, our our just well-being and balance and things have improved. And so it's like. That's a great opportunity. That may have been something for paralegals that wasn't afforded. Maybe you had to get in higher management or supervisory where you could actually be more control. And I think now that's another, if that's the reason, like you were just talking about remote with government positions, if that's appealing to you, go for it. I mean, don't you agree? I agree. And the nice thing about the virtual work is that you can focus. Uh, I'm sat here today. This is one day that I've I've actually said I'm going to telework today. And I could look at some some legal documents without interruptions that you might have while you're in an office or if you if you're like many of us that they're now sharing cubes or they're sharing office space of some type so it does afford you that time alone to make sure you produce quality yep. work and like you said, focus, I think it's a big, is a big area. The only person that's bothering me is my cat, Otis, right now. <laughs> and she does, and she sleeps a lot. So it's it's been okay. But anyway, Debbie, I am so excited to have you today. Like it was so great talking with you again. I've missed talking with you because like you said, we've been on the board forever, it becomes a family. I think what was 12 years probably or so, but it was great catching up with you personally. It was great talking about, you know, the NILA conference coming up. We're going to be together, whether it be, in person or virtually something for everyone so paralegals please at least go to the website nala.org and check it out because you know just make sure that uh, there's not some because there's got to be something there that that's going to be appealing to you and you don't want to miss it it's going to be awesome and then also you know the career advice that Debbie had was very extensive about her government. She brings that experience and I know she's going to bring that to Nala, but also for our listeners, for anybody that, you know, um, wants to reach out, I'm sure to Debbie, you would, you would be, you would be, you know, acceptable to that. So where is the best thing if they have any more questions or a follow-up or anything like that? Um, Whereas how's the best way to get in touch with you, Debbie, after this? Uh, The easiest way is we have the, Email for Nala, which is D Overstreet. So it's like Dover Street at <laughs> Nala.org. And you can email me there or you can call me if you want. Um, I can, I'll be happy to. If you email me, I'll send you my, my phone number, either Perfect. personal or work. I'm happy to talk to you about your career changes or your thought about career changes or even becoming a certified paralegal. Yeah, Debbie is, like I said, uh, Debbie, that's why I know you're going to be very successful at the NALA realm because you're just like me. You love to help at any time, any place, anywhere to, you know, the paralegal field because of our, and I think it all stems from the love of the profession that we have ourselves. So I really appreciate it. And also, don't worry for the listeners, you can go to the Legal Talk website when they put this podcast out and you'll be able to get the information. We'll, we'll put all the nice and the helpful web 
websites that Debbie gave for um, the jobs and for Nala, and you'll be able to get that information there. So anyway, thank you so much, Debbie, again. I appreciate it. It's wonderful talking to you. <laughs> so much fun. So anyway, thank you also to all our listeners who tuned in with me today. If you have any questions or comments for me, please contact me at jfrancisco at logical.com. Hope you will join me for one of our episodes next month. I'm Jill Francisco for the Paralegal Voice signing off. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer 